five, four, three, two, one, zero. All engine running. Liftoff. We have a liftoff. Welcome, everybody, to the Bouncy Guild Podcast. You may have guessed it, but today is the day. Today is none other than May the 4th be with you. This is like a Star Wars fan's fourth of july you know no matter what day of the week it is you gotta have some spotchka have some ronto roasters on the grill some tip yip straight from endor it's gonna be a good time so welcome everybody to the bounty guild podcast uh, today we're going to try and run through a little May the 4th special, um, let you guys know what's going on in the world of Star Wars as far as any deals, any uh, special things going on. Uh, a lot of this stuff is pretty much regional, so, um, it, it's mainly Disney, Disneyland, Disney World that are doing the Star Wars After Dark events. So we'll give you a rundown on that, uh, some of the merchandise that's going to be coming out. And then once we kind of run through the uh, May the 4th festivities, we'll go ahead and begin the recap from Star Wars Celebration. Uh, Like I mentioned before, man, there was so much going on that weekend uh, between reveals, uh, trailers, sneak peeks, interviews. So today's coverage, we're going to go over the Acolyte and some of Skeleton Crew for what we know so far i want to start off with those two because ahsoka we're we're gonna have so much time to dig deep into ahsoka i want to try and get a rebels rewatching leading up to that as well uh we pretty much have all summer to get ready for ahsoka be anticipated for it and from there i'm sure that they're gonna do another trailer teaser spots uh, another poster, I would think, more of a theatrical-style poster, like we've been getting with The Mandalorian uh, every season. So, let's go ahead and jump into the May the 4th festivities, sales, deals, whatever you want to call it. All right, let's get into some 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 sales, some merchandise since I mean, I hope all the listeners out there are taking advantage, you know, joining in some uh May the 4th 
celebration here and start their day off listening to this podcast. Uh, I'm going to hold it against you if you don't. So I'm watching. I am watching. So first off, we do have Abrams, the website. Looks like they are selling the art of books from The Mandalorian. So you're able to take an additional 30% off using the promo code all caps, MANDO. Those are really good books to pick up. I do have both season one and season two. Good coffee table books. Um, I think I started the first one, kind of did a little synopsis of what I read in The Art of Book. We might bring that series back. I call it a series even though it was just, you know, one episode of it. But there's some interesting stuff in there. And uh, Season 2 had already come out, I believe, when I did the Season 1 read-through. Because there was a lot of stuff that carried over into Season 2. Um, so that might be a good thing to, to pick up on. But this promo goes live on... Oh, it would already be live by now. So May 3rd to May 4th. Next, you have Acme Archives and Dark Ink. Looks like it is mainly on comic books. Using promo code JEDI25, you're able to take 25% off site-wide. This is a May the 4th one-day exclusive sale. Amazon, usually with Amazon, whenever they do these sales, it's going to be on the homepage or the, the homepage of the app. You'll be able to see what they got cooking. So uh, they have... It's going to be a deal of the day style, so it's going to be different things. A lot of the times you could score some Funkos, some Black Series that might be, you know, some peg warmers, depending on where you live. Uh, Some series that I do recommend checking out if you haven't already purchased any. Seeing if there's going to be any of these on sale are those uh, kind of like the the Micro Machine series. Uh, It's of all the ships. They're really cool. I got to see them in person. I was really excited about them last year at Celebration, and I've yet to buy one. So, I get, man, I get stuck in this, like, stressful OCD situation where I just have too much Star Wars stuff and trying to build the the studio here, the cantina here, and it's it's like, I, I have too much. Like, I don't know what to do with them. Trying to do, like, a tiki theme, but at the same time, I have this giant slave one that I want to hang from the ceiling and I just haven't done it yet uh we're hoping to get everything done soon but at least we're recording again from it but anyways those are those are really cool series to start collecting um they're again like the micro micro machine series uh they have everything from the republic gunships target has the exclusive ones so you won't find them on amazon unless it's through third party i wouldn't expect any deals on those but they do have all the different republic gunship colors from like the different uh clone battalion so that's pretty sick uh they have a slave one slave two millennium falcon the razor crest no n1 starfighter yet i believe that should be coming out june or august so keep an eye out for those but there you go amazon deal of the day offer valid may 4th only american tourister which is pretty much luggage. They do have 35% off of Star Wars products. Uh, This offer has been going since May 2nd and runs through May 9th. They have some pretty cool stuff, some luggage. Uh, You could start taking advantage, planning for your Star Wars Celebration Japan 2025 trip. 
you get your Star Wars themed luggage. I was going to say it might be easy to, to find uh, at the little luggage pickup turnstile, but if there's going to be a bunch of Star Wars fans rolling into Tokyo, which I think is going to be the closest airport, it maybe not the best idea, but there you go. 35% off of luggage. Next, we got Beeline Creative. These are the guys that make those awesome geeky tiki mugs, uh, shot sets, and the punch bowls. So they always have these cool exclusives at conventions. They do release some stock online as well. So they have, I believe it's some exclusives. So they have special offers on all Star Wars exotic t-shirts, Aloha series shirts, which is kind of the like Hawaiian style, tiki style shirts, uh, swizzle sticks. I have no idea what those are, but those sound pretty cool. And then it looks like the return of the Bantha Punch Bowl. I was able to pick one of those up at Celebration. So it looks like they did re-release it. They have the Mandalorian and the Child Force Pose 2-pack. That's a rare one. That's one that's pretty hard to find unless you're at a convention floor. That one's always out of stock online. So they have these running May 4th and May 5th. Uh, next, you got the infamous Box Lunch, who's running an additional 25% off of all Star Wars products valid from May 4th to May 5th. What's cool about the additional stuff is a lot of the times whenever they do have a sale running, or if it's like a size that's on sale, some overstock products, you're able to take an additional 25% off of that. Uh, next, we have Denuo Novo. They're the ones that run the really, really high quality, pretty much film ready uh, helmets. They're running 10% off of costumes and collectibles with free domestic shipping or 50% off international shipping. It uh, doesn't sound too great. This one's been running since April 27th up to May 4th. I say it doesn't sound too great because it's only 10% off compared to the 25, 30 percent that we've been seeing but keep in mind these things are anywhere from 700 bucks to a thousand twelve hundred bucks so uh that's that's a couple a couple hundred bucks i think I, I think don't judge my math next we got enso rings they're the ones i'm not sure if everybody else gets the instagram ads through their algorithm or not but they have the cool either metal rings rubber rings so anyone that is either uh, you know married or just likes wearing different rings they have a cool indoor one they are running a special line for the 40th anniversary of return of the jedi so they have an indoor one uh, they have max rebo and they have a pretty cool jabba one so they're running up to 30% off of their Star Wars products. This has been effective since May 2nd, running until May 7th. Um, from here, you got FYE. Buy two, get one free on Star Wars action figures. Funko's running buy three Star Wars items from Funko and Loungefly. At full price, you get one free. Uh, Rock Jewelry is running a sale as well. No specifics on that. Hallmark, for anyone that's into... Kind of office supplies or little trinkets, gifts for people. If anyone knows any Memorial Day weekend birthdays or anything like that, I think now's the time to start taking advantage. 
Hasbro Pulse Premium members are running 20% off of all Hasbro Star Wars Selfie Series. I was really interested in this. This did catch my eye as well. I want to say it was Comic-Con. It was either Celebration or Comic-Con when they kind of revealed it. But I think it's pretty cool. But for the price, you're probably better off just running to your nearest Funko factory. So you could get your own Funko Pop set up. Uh, They have Inside Editions. Uh, another big one here is Lego. So if you purchase over $40 in Lego Star Wars sets, you receive a free Lego X-Wing Starfighter. Um, it's one of the miniature sets. Uh, any Lego VIP members out there who spend $85 on Lego Star Wars sets for free, or I'm sorry, uh, you s- spend that much and you get a free Lego Star Wars Return of the Jedi 40th anniversary collectible display set, which includes the Death Star 2 data card and memorabilia coin. Uh, buy over $150 on Lego Star Wars sets and get a free mini Lego Star Wars Death Star. So that's pretty cool too. That one's May 1st to May 7th. Macy's is running buy one, get one 40% off on select Star Wars toys. Uh, they're pretty much that new Toys R Us. Uh, they do have some little like department Toys R Us pop-ups in them. In most of them that I've seen. At least in San Diego. So you're going to be paying kind of that Toys R Us price of 2 to $3 more, but buy one, get one 40% off. That's kind of a sleeper source if you're looking for something specific. It's worth a check. Uh, they might have what you're looking for. Uh, Milk Snob, it looks like they have some baby products. 25% off Star Wars covers. Uh, other than that, Regal Robot, they got some good stuff. 40% off. Uh, Rock Love, like I had mentioned. Oh, actually, Rock Love is 20% off. And Target is also doing 20% off select Star Wars items, including home entertainment. So you might be able to find uh, some deals on any Blu-rays, anything like that. Uh, Trends International has all the sick posters that you see. They do have 40% off offer valid May 4th through May 5th. All of these are going to be on the Star Wars website. So, I mean, thank you for listening, but you could just search it too for... Anyone that's more of a visual person, there you go. StarWars.com, May the 4th. All the deals are going to be right there on the homepage. Aside from that, uh, Disney's running their Disney After Dark events. Uh, Today's a... Oh, sorry. They would have started May 2nd. Uh, Today, May the 4th, is, I think, some special one. It was the more expensive one. So, it'd be cool to see if they maybe get someone. I don't know if they'd be able to get an actor or anything like that to... Kind of post for one of the photo ops. Uh, I've done this event before. Not going this year. Uh, it's pretty cool. They do have a lot of sick photo ops. But unless you're a ride person. I mean you're going to be waiting. Hour, hour and a half for some of these photos. But they are really cool. The photographers there make them look pretty good too. So it's a fun event. Um, for those of you that may be going. Or just kind of want to know what's going on there. Uh, they're called Galactic Encounters, and this is what they have set up throughout the Disneyland Park. Uh, set up on Main Street, they're going to have Ezra and Sabine. I'm assuming it's going to be the Rebels, Ezra and Sabine. It would be pretty cool if they kind of revealed or unveiled their Ahsoka outfits or costumes. Uh, Main Street's also going to have Captain Rex and the Seventh Sister. So that's pretty cool that they're running through some of the animated characters there. 
Adventureland is going to be Zam Wessel. That's kind of random. <laughs> I mean, you would think they could just kind of repaint one of the Boba Fett armors that they have and redo it so they could have thrown Django Fett. But hey, Zam Wessel. If there's an hour and a half wait for Zam Wessel, uh, first person to send a picture of themselves with Zam Wessel, I'll oop you an Amazon gift card or something. Uh, Frontierland, BB-8, and C-110P. So you got some droids at Frontierland. Critter Country is going to be the Ewoks. Fitting. R5-D4 and Jawas. Alright, so they're going to give you a New Hope R5-D4 with the Jawas. Those aren't separate ones. It looks like they're included together. So it is going to be the bad motivator R5. Not the heroic one that we see in Mandalorian Season 3. Fantasyland is going to have Queen Amidala. I'm curious to see what outfit one of 50 she's going to be in. Tomorrowland has uh, Darth Vader, Darth Maul, pretty much all the, all the, the big guys. So Darth Vader, Darth Maul, R2-D2, Emperor Palpatine, and his Royal Guard. So that'll be a cool one to check out. And then, of course, Galaxy's Edge is going to have Chewbacca, which is a... Daily character there. Kylo Ren, another daily character there. Rey, daily character there. Vi Marathi, maybe about every other day. C-3PO, that's a new one. And then Mandalorian and Grogu. So these are the galactic encounters. Um, they look pretty cool. I think the ones that kind of stand out the most to me are the Main Street animated characters ones. Those are some of the more unique ones that you won't really see outside of these events. I mean, of course, Zam Wessel is going to be, you know, uh, uh, one out of left field for sure. But, I mean, would, wouldn't you guys be excited to take a photo with Zam Wessel from Attack of the Clones? Wouldn't you? I mean, I think I would. But, whatever. That's just me. Other than that, I mean, it's a pretty cool lineup. Um, oh, Next is step into the space photo opportunities. So these aren't necessarily, I forgot, I completely forgot about these. I just hit next on the little slide here, but I completely forgot about these. These are actually the really cool ones here. So I don't think these have character backgrounds. It's more so letting you kind of step in to the little photo op where it would be, you know, like you're in universe. Frontierland is probably going to be the busiest and more packed one. That's going to have the Mythosaur Skull. So, what that means, I don't know. I'm assuming it's going to be like a giant metallic one. Uh, like we see in the Mandalorian. In the Forge, where the armor is. So, that would be sick. Or, they could do the, the Forge setup there. I think that would be a really cool photo op. And give you some hammers. And you could make your own Beskar armor there. Uh, Critter Country is going to be the speeder bikes. Looks like Critter Country is pretty much just going to do the Return of the Jedi homage. That'll be a sick photo op. Fantasyland is going to be a rebel base and K2SO. So I guess he's going to have his own little setup there. Looks like it's going to be more than just him since he is categorized under the Step Into Space set. Tomorrowland is going to have Boba Fett's throne. From Book of Boba Fett, Bo-Katan Kree's throne, 
that's a pretty cool one. I'm sure 99.9% of the people taking the photo there are going to be doing the laying on the chair pose. Emperor Palpatine's throne, that's a really cool one. And then my personal favorite, Jabba the Hutt's throne. I, I'd wait an hour for Jabba's throne. Uh, next thing that it got going on for Star Wars Night is Otherworldly Entertainment. So they got their Galactic DJ Party Zone, Main Street USA, 10.30 p.m. to 1 a.m. So that'll kind of give you that grad night feeling where, you know, you can um, bring in your hydration drink with a hydro flask uh, into the park. Uh, you know, you want to stay hydrated and, you know, feeling good. Uh have a little dance party there. I'm sure that they're going to incorporate some Star Wars music with probably like some top 40 stuff. Uh, Fleet of Fandom. That's 10.15 to 11.15 p.m. There's no description behind that. I'm not too sure what specifically that's going to be since I haven't done one of these events in a while. Last one I did, the only event that they really had was the March of the First Order, which is going to be taking place just about every hour up until midnight at Tomorrowland. That pretty much runs right through the Star Tours line queue. I'm sure that'll be a busy one. So line up for that. They got a lightsaber meetup going on at 9 p.m., 10 p.m., and 11 p.m. at Star Wars Galaxy's Edge. That's usually right in front of the Millennium Falcon. Everyone takes pictures there. It's a really cool photo op opportunity. Um, You got lightsaber masters in Fantasyland. I'm pretty sure that's the little show that they put on um, right in front of the castle, I believe, or behind. Anyways, uh, capping it off is going to be the fireworks show, which starts at 9.30 p.m. So it is going to be a Star Wars-themed fireworks show. Um, As far as an exclusive merch goes that they're releasing there, they don't have too much going on um the dock on dar black series figures only going to be available for pre-order so i doubt that they're going to have any actual physical copies ready for the attendees there um they do have some special food i think they got some yoda beignets uh princess leia cinnamon rolls uh, some grogu frog things grogu shaped donuts just your usual stuff. All that's going to be on the pamphlet if you guys are going. So you can take a look, see what you want to eat, snack on as you head there. So aside from that, I mean, if you're looking for any type of festivities, I would say just, you know, Google's your friend there to look what's going on locally in your area. Um, a lot of places do different types of either bar crawls or lightsaber meetups, art events, of course, right now, you can still go watch Return of the Jedi in theaters. I want to say May 4th is the final day that they're showing it at these select theaters. So, I was able to go um, this past week. It was a lot of fun. Just hearing, like, the OG TIE Fighters and Saber being ignited on the big screen, man, it's it's something else. So, it was a lot of fun. Um, I definitely recommend going to go check it out. You know, take your props, man. Take your lightsabers. Take a blaster. Well, I don't know about the blaster nowadays, but take the lightsaber, your helmet, Jedi robe. Have a good time. You know, I mean, all those 
props and collectibles cost money just for them to kind of sit on your throne shelves and everything. Just take them out, man. Have a good time. Some people were dressed up when we went. Um, took the saber hilt, so enjoy it. Have a good time, because like I said in the last episode, man, when's the last time? When's the last? The the next time you get to see Return of the Jedi on the big screen, you know, 50th anniversary, maybe 10 years, probably, but whatever. Uh, I recommend going to go see it. Now, let's go ahead and pick up on our Star Wars Celebration London recap with the upcoming and highly anticipated Disney Plus series, The Acolyte. Got to get that uh, Mugen Spice tea. So, what we know about the Acolyte. Uh, we have Leslie Hedlund pretty much as a showrunner. Uh, we haven't really seen too much as far as who's directing the episodes. It sounds like they're going Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett, and um, Obi-Wan. No, Obi-Wan was all Deborah Chow. Uh, Mandalorian, Book of Boba Fett, and I think that's it, right? Yeah, Andor was all Tony Gilroy, I think. But anyways, uh, of mixing directors, where it's not going to necessarily be just Leslie each and every episode, she is credited to be a director in at least one chapter. We know this is going to be eight chapters. Uh, there's rumors that the episode run times are going to be about 60 minutes. Apparently there's a rumor that hit the web a couple days ago saying the Ahsoka episodes are going to be 60 minutes. I really hope so, man. I think the runtime did hinder and hurt season three of The Mandalorian just a bit. But it was kind of rumored that Obi-Wan would be the same thing. Uh, 60 minutes each episode and that was not the case so let's hope it's true uh it seems like the acolyte just from the cast description what people were talking about in interviews is going to be a little bit darker more gritty as far as star wars content goes so really looking forward to that aspect of it um the acolyte what does the acolyte mean in terms of star wars so what we know, pulling from legends or uh, comic books, novels, Acolyte is essentially a disciple of the dark side. So, from different interviews, different discussions that they've had, sounds like they, they, they haven't confirmed anything and they're keeping a lot of this stuff somewhat close to the chest. I personally think they did talk about a lot, a lot more than what I would have expected just considering how close to the chest they are with pretty much every Star Wars project. Um, what we do know is it's it's going to have that good versus evil struggle. And a lot of the focal point that was stressed was this show is going to reflect that not everything is necessarily good or bad. And they did show a teaser trailer for whatever they have done. I wouldn't even consider it a trailer more like a, a sizzle reel. Or whatever they call them. For the people that were at the Lucasfilm showcase panel. Which was on the first day. Uh, we do see 
some lightsaber training happen. Um, the character Amanda Stenberg. She is the one. I don't know if you guys had a chance to check out any of the Star Wars show live streams from the YouTube page. If you haven't and you want to get some, you know, May the 4th something in, you know, some festivities in. If you don't want to watch any of the movies, go check out one of these streams, man. They're so cool. I'm so glad that they were able to, you know, show as much as they did. Of course, I would have loved for them to show the actual panels. I definitely would have hit the alarm for sure for that early. I was kind of in and out of sleep when all this stuff was going on, just making sure I wasn't missing anything major. But had they done the actual full panel with trailer reveal like they did in, uh, I want to say it was a Chicago uh, Chicago um, celebration in 2019, uh, that, that would have been a lot of fun. But from what they showed there, um, we do see... A training sequence between Carrie Ann Moss's character and Lee Jung Jae, which is the guy from Squid Games, the main character from Squid Games. So it was announced that he was going to be in it. That's really cool. I think that's a really, really huge pickup for Star Wars. Anyone that saw Squid Games knows how good of an actor he is. Um, it'll be interesting to see how the language barrier goes as far as the actual filming of it goes. It uh, didn't sound like he spoke much English. He did have a translator on site with him pretty much throughout celebration. Uh, so it, I, I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to be interested to see how they, how they kind of do it with his lines. I mean, uh, obviously it's going to be cool whether or not he does speak English or not. I would think it'd be kind of cool if they just kind of... Had him speak, you know, Korean and then just hey, make it some type of canonical language. I think that'd be really cool. And then just throw the the subtitles on there. Uh, if you haven't seen Squid Games, definitely do recommend it. It's one of the best Netflix series out there. I think it definitely lived up to the hype and shows why it's a cultural phenomenon. So it shows them kind of going through that uh, training sequence and then we do see uh, Carrie Ann Moss going at it with Amanda Stenberg. Uh, it's a little unclear as far as what their lightsaber colors were. I'd have to go find the bootlegged video of someone's cell phone on TikTok or something to double check. But sounds uh, Amanda Stenberg, she is the... She's from um, Hunger Games, the first Hunger Games. I think she was Rue, if that's her name. I don't know if I'm getting a mix-up with the character from Euphoria or not, but I, I think it may have been Rue. Um, she's the one that, that dies, that kind of unites all the districts together. So she's grown up quick. Uh, she is one of the main characters in this, and I think she's going to be the one that does have that, that light side versus dark side struggle, maybe that call to darkness, and starting to question and challenge, you know, this whole good versus evil point of view thing. And her character is the one that kind of brings that brings that up in the trailer. Kind of makes it. It's not about being good or bad. It's about, you know, something else. And then it kind of wipes away. So once we... I'm sure that'll be on the, the official trailer once we get to see it. Probably like a quarter four Disney event. Or if they do another uh, Disney Plus showcase or something for the shareholders. Uh, maybe they'll release something then. So... 
this is going to be a star-studded cast, man. I mean, um, for who's in the show, you have Daphne Keene, who sounds like she's going to be an important character here. Uh, she does say in an interview she is playing a Jedi. She does confirm she's an alien, uh, an alien that has horns. It's a little unclear what type of species she's going to be, but it does sound like she spent some time in the whole hair and makeup department, so it'll be really cool to see her in action. For those of you that don't know her, she was the... was like Is it Weapon X or... No, not Weapon X. X-23 or... The, the girl from Logan. Um, she was the one in Logan. Uh, you, of course, have Lee Jung-jae. He's also playing a Jedi. You have Charlie Bennett, who is from Russian Dolls, who is also, you know, worked with, with Leslie Headland on that show. Haven't seen it myself. I've heard good things about it, so maybe I'll check it out just to kind of get a, a good feel for what type of... Uh, influence she'll bring to the acolyte so he's also playing a jedi knight uh manny jacinto's character was a little unclear they didn't really get into who he was playing um he is from the good place i think and he was in top gun maverick for a little bit uh might be some type of sith or dark side force enthusiast Maybe a bounty hunter. They didn't really go into who he was playing. And he was just pretty much giving a lot of vague stuff. So he might be playing somebody a little bit more important. I did mention Carrie Ann Moss before. For those of you that don't know her. That is Trinity from The Matrix. So that's another cool familiar face we'll be seeing in Star Wars. That is fitting. Um, I wouldn't really consider her a household name. I'm sure the name Carrie Ann Moss alone didn't really... Uh, send any triggers to anybody so while I'm on this whole matrix topic thing the last episode I talked about this whole budget cut stuff and people were rumoring oh Keanu Reeves would make a great Darth Revan he should play Darth Revan how cool would that be if you get to see Keanu Reeves make a Star Wars debut as Darth Revan a uh, quick cameo. You could call it a cameo in the Acolyte. The timeline's not really going to add up from the High Republic era to the Old Republic where uh, Revan pretty much reigned supreme. But it would be a cool little callback and, you know, reunion of both of them in, in something. We just had the, the fourth Matrix movie come out over the last year, which I still need to see. I was trying to rewatch them, finish Matrix 1, finish Matrix 2. And just like I did, you know, 15, 20 years ago, I got lost for Matrix 3. It just, yeah, but I have to check it out again. But, you know, I I bring up the whole budget thing because I, I don't think it's going to work out. I feel like this show is already going to be costing them a lot. Uh, we know that a lot of this show is not going to be filmed on the volume. A lot of it is practical. And they do talk about that, too. Um, you also have Rebecca Henderson who's playing a Jedi. Uh, Jody Turner-Smith is playing a Force wielder. They didn't specify whether or not she was dark side, light side. So I think a lot of this, which might even you know be set up a little bit in Ahsoka, where we see a lot of these more uh, kind of in-between point-of-view Force wielders. 
not necessarily a great Jedi. Not everybody has to be a great Jedi just because people have de been debating whether or not Qui-Gon Jinn is a great Jedi or he is a great Jedi. Count Dooku was a great Jedi and all that. You, you don't have to stick to that, you know. It's I, I think it's going to be nice to see some more just force wielders with different points of view um, be mixed into Star Wars. So it's going to be some good stuff. And then, of course, uh, Jonas Sutamo, who plays the new Chewbacca, uh, the predecessor of the great Peter Mayhew. May he rest in peace. Um, he is going to be playing, yet again, another Wookiee by the name of Kelnaka. Kelnaka Chewbacca. I hope they don't do this just because it would just tie into the, you know... Skywalker storyline a little bit too far for me, but it sounds the same. Maybe it's like his great grandfather or something. But no, actually, never mind. Chewbacca they established in Solo. He's already like a hundred something years old, so Chewie would actually still be alive and well in this. Um. Anyways, he plays Kelnaka, who is a Wookiee Jedi. So it'll be pretty cool to see a live action Wookiee Jedi. We know we got to see one in. The Bad Batch. So, I think he'll do an awesome job. He was doing a great job as Chewbacca in the sequels, as well as Solo. So, in an interview that they did at Celebration, you had Rebecca Henderson, Jody Turner-Smith kind of talking about... They kind of dance around whether or not they're going to face off, whether or not they fight each other. But it sounds like they're at some temple... I don't know if it's going to be a dark side temple, light side temple, or an in-between temple. Uh, they're talking about these giant sets with hand-painted murals. So it sounds like this is going to be a very high-budget series, and I really hope it pays off. So can't wait for it. Really excited about it. Uh, some of the hints that they've thrown out there is uh, Frozen meets Kill Bill. Were they kind of bring that up is just the the main character struggle where you know it's it's not necessarily not necessarily a villain but kind of goes against the the protagonist and their best interests it complicates things and i mean i think that's very reflective of real life where not everything is going to be right or wrong um it just it always depends so it's going to be interesting to see kind of how they they draw that up in this time frame of Star Wars. Uh, they highlight that whole theme that's across the board of Star Wars where you see kind of a, a sibling relationship uh, between uh, Luke and Leia. Um, between the master and pupil, father and son, so... It sounds like there's going to be some type of family ties to this series as well. Uh, they do really, really highlight, and this was evident in the sizzle reel they showed, is the that kind of Kill Bill samurai influence that's going to be throughout this series. A lot of the cast were talking about how fun it was to train for this show, uh, get their lightsabers do extensive lightsaber training, so 
we're gonna this series is gonna be one that's gonna be jam-packed with action lightsaber battles lightsaber duels um my biggest concern about this is gonna be the usual i guess bantha in the room of whether or not the sith were really hidden whether people knew about the sith and it's going to be interesting and i one way i think they could kind of quote-unquote cover it up is with an actual cover-up so what i mean by this is in phantom menace when qui-gon goes to the council reports that you know there was a sith that attacked them on tatooine they're like well sith i think it's kind of that says it sith well the sith have not been around for a millennia you know it's been a thousand years since they've seen a sith or encountered a sith so one thing that uh they highlighted was they want to kind of plant the seeds and set up just how palpatine was able to manipulate the senate the jedi order like how was he able to do it? How was he able to pull it off? And I don't think we'll get Palpatine in this series. Will we get Darth Plagueis? I feel like they would probably throw him in there. Just to do it, you know? But it might be that whole consistency issue. That's that's what I'm getting at. Is whether or not people knew about the Sith. The same way people were like, oh, like no one know, no one knows, no one knew what a Jedi was uh, after the Empire, you know, took took the the galaxy and controlled them. When almost every character you meet, oh, are you a Jedi? Are you a Jedi? Are you a Jedi? You know, poor unless you know, Din Jaren was legitimately living in a sewer on Navarro. He's like one of the only main characters that doesn't know who a Jedi is. And I mean, shoot, even Rey knew who Luke Skywalker was. Thought he was a myth. Thought he was a myth, but she knew of him. So, one way I think that they might do this is for the Jedi to really start showing their flaws. So, they do say. Although this is going to be in the High Republic era, it's going to be towards the end of the High Republic era. So this is when the Jedi are, you know, at their peak, at their highest. And this could really be the downfall of them. Um, It's unclear right now, and I'm sure all of this stuff just with the state of streaming services and the whole Writers Guild strike and everything. um, Whether or not all these series are going to get season two season three etc i think it's just going to depend on what their numbers pull in so we got to keep watching them whether or not we hate them or not we love getting star wars content so just just run run it on your phone man you know you're at work just put it in your pocket put your airpods in listen to it just give these guys some views man so we gotta gotta keep getting the the star wars content rolling but but anyways um it it'll be interesting to see whether or not the jedi might cover up something that they know or them know that the Sith 
or, you know, alive and well, and whether or not it's a, a full secret only, you know, certain Jedi Masters know. By this time, Yoda's definitely around. I'm sure we, we will probably get a Yoda cameo too. I think it would make too much sense to not have him there. You know what I mean? But maybe this is kind of where it starts. Where it begins, that they just kind of swept it away and, you know, the dark side clouds everything, quotes, throughout the, the prequel series and trilogy. Um, might be kind of set up here. Um, doesn't necessarily have to be with Palpatine, but I think they they might try and draw that connection. So... I'm sure we'll be able to get some more stuff on the Acolyte. That's pretty much the main points that they highlighted on there. Um, I was going to try and get into Skeleton Crew, but I don't want to take up too much time here. Um, there's going to be, you know, another celebration follow-up episode going over the announcement of the Ray film. Uh, Ahsoka, again, we'll probably cover throughout multiple episodes leading up to it. And then just some other stuff that they went over during Celebration. So for the Acolyte, I wouldn't expect a trailer too soon. Unless they're really pressured to please the shareholders and show them what's going to be coming in 2024. We've only gotten a poster and a trailer for Ahsoka so far. We know how they like to not show trailers for any new stuff. Shoot, they haven't even shown a Loki trailer, and Loki's been done for quite a while in the Marvel Universe. So, I wouldn't anticipate an Acolyte trailer unless it's towards the end of the year. Uh, we still got Skeleton Crew coming out in the fourth quarter this year. Still no public or live trailer for that. No poster for that yet. So, it'll be a while until we get something a little bit more concrete. For those of you that are into the spoiler stuff, there's a good amount of leaked things on the Acolyte. Not so much story, more so set photos since they are at a live set. They were filming this overseas. Um, there's some photos out there of, of what some of the characters look like. I've only seen a couple that just ended up on the timeline, unfortunately. I just like going in without... Knowing much, knowing, you know, what they're going to look like. I like being surprised at 12.01 a.m. Pacific Standard Time when the shows drop at night. So feel free to go ahead, dive in. But there you have it, guys. May the 4th be with you. Enjoy the day. Go do something Star Wars. Go put some food coloring. Green, yellow, blue, purple into your drink, light that saber up, have a good night, and may the fourth be with you. Thank you.